Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Safety Gambit podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Polis. On this podcast, we explore the risks we take as humans and the culture of safety we create at home and at work as a result of those decisions. The Safety Gambit invites you to take a more curious and holistic approach to transforming the culture of safety in your life, including bringing awareness to the impact of our safety decisions, the safety of workplaces, the emotional and physical safety of our spaces, and the philosophy of safety. Today, you get a solo episode, Just Me, and I am here today to talk about some strategies that have helped me stop feeling beat down by my work life and my home life. And these strategies, if practiced daily, can have a huge impact on your life experience. I know they have for me, and I hope that something today that I talk about will resonate with you and will make an impact on your life. So I feel like I sort of left you hanging after we talked about uh, how to conduct your personal hazard assessment in episode two, and I encouraged you to identify what the next best steps or actions would be to take to make changes or to shift uh, the risks that you were taking or the hazards that you were seeing in your life. I've had these strategies and I've wanted to share them for a while. And so today I feel like I'm finally here. I'm finally ready to share these strategies. So there is no one size fits all. I do think that some of these things that we talk about today, well, I think all these things, these three strategies, practice them daily. It will really support making changes and shifts in your life. Once we go through them, I think you'll understand that they're easy, but or that they're simple, but maybe not easy. So in general, I've spoken about how we need to have knowledge in order to shift energy or from a negative space to a more positive space. And so conducting your personal hazard assessment is sort of that first piece in gaining knowledge. And I'm pretty sure that most of us are in full awareness of what we want to change or what we need to change. But then we freeze because we don't know how to make those changes. We sit and we are in our head and we're in awareness and that's where we stop. So then the next thing you need to do, which I've mentioned before, is you need to place value on that knowledge that you have. So what do you do with that knowledge? And and most of us, we just kind of sit on it and think about it and stew about it and then not take any action. And that means that we're not placing that much value on what we know. And then the third piece of really taking action and making that needle move is going to be uh, having community and what community do you have around that can support the things that you want to to change? When we get too much in our heads, we start feeling alone and overwhelmed, and it's unlikely that we're even in a space to make any change. And when we have accountability, we have community to support us, then that helps us get out of our head and move more into action. Today, I want to share three quick strategies that have worked for me to shift the negative energy and, like I said, feel less beat down in my work and at home and just in general in my overall life experience. Hopefully, you'll be able to take something away from today and at least give it a try. As I mentioned, these are going to be simple, but they're not going to be easy. But if you can commit to practicing them daily, I guarantee you that you will see a shift. I'm a bit stubborn when it comes to making change, like many of us are. So I don't know, I feel comfortable in my own crazy. It feels safe, right? I, I know what to expect. But 
there are things that I want to shift and there are things that I want to change. So when it when a strategy comes my direction, it has to be simple to to implement and it needs to make sense for me to embrace it. And all the things also need to be able to apply seamlessly in my life. And people might argue with that and say, no, you know, it's you have to go outside your comfort zone. And I bet you that these three strategies may take you out of outside of your comfort zone. Yes, you can implement them seamlessly and they are going to be simple, but they might challenge you. And again, I encourage you to stick with them and keep practicing these strategies. Lastly, repetition is the name of the game. You have to be willing, I've said it probably a thousand times already in this first five minutes, practice daily in order to see results. These strategies will help you make the smallest changes uh, to the biggest changes if you continue to practice them. And so it might be quitting a bad habit or maybe you want to move your body every day in, in a different way. You can go back to episode seven where I talk about habits and the obstacles that there are for making changes when it comes to habit. Listen to episode two and then seven and then come back to this one. Okay, let's dive in. So the first strategy is called the okay concept. Let it be okay. And this first strategy, I think out of all the advice I've received from coaches, really has probably made the most impact because I continue to practice it daily. And there's a bigger program that goes along with this okay concept uh, from the coach that I learned it from. And I can link her new program. It's uh, from Heather Noel. It's called the Results Program. And I'll link her program uh, in the show notes as well. So you can even learn a little bit more about it. So letting it be okay means it is okay that things are not exactly like we want them to be. And how many times have you stressed over wanting things to be a certain way, but maybe it's with a certain person or uh, let, let's use that. If, if you're wanting somebody to do something a certain way and they're not doing it, you're getting frustrated and you're getting upset. Do you think that other person is getting upset about it? Or do you think they're just making a choice not to do things the way that you have asked them to do? So ultimately, when we're not letting things be okay, we are taking on the stress, taking on the um, anxiety of people not doing what we want them to do or things not being the way that you want them to be. You can tell yourself, I can control how I respond to the information I receive. And the information that you're receiving is how somebody is responding to what you have done or what you have requested of them to do. So in the world of safety, and this is where, like I mentioned, I got really cynical in the safety world, is that I would be brought in to to do an audit or an assessment or provide recommendations, and my clients wouldn't be following those recommendations, and I would get so frustrated, and I would just feel, you know, beat down that you're having me come in, I'm giving you this these recommendations, I think they're good, and you're making a choice not to do that. So then as I'm receiving their response to that, then I have a choice how to respond. I have learned to practice this okay concept and let it be okay that my clients might choose to do something different. And I think this comes back a little bit to risk tolerance because my risk tolerance might be very different than somebody else's. And they might look at my recommendation or my request and say, well, that's good for you, but I'm gonna make a choice to do something else. There's always my way, their way, 
But there could be a third way and maybe even a better way to do something. If we practice this letting it be okay, then hopefully we're reducing the anxiety and the stress around things not going exactly like we would want them to go go, or things being the way that we want them to be. Ultimately, we cannot control what other people do. And that's a concept and a strategy all in of itself as well, is that, you know, everybody has choice that's called free will. And as much as we try to control people, I'm sure you can all think of examples of where you've tried to control something and it hasn't gone the way that you want it to go. Think about it that way, right? So who's getting upset? Likely you are. And this concept is to help you not have that anxiety, not feel that stress around things not going the way that you want them to go. And I know there's regulatory people out there saying, okay, but OSHA says we have to do it this way. And sure, we would like them to do that, but we can't control what our companies do or what other people do and tie that that back into risk tolerance. Their risk tolerance might be different than what what ours is or what even OSHA is, right? Right. All you're going to do is get yourself upset. So what we do is we do our best to educate, provide the whys, give them the information, and then ultimately they get to make that decision. Do what you can. Feel good that you've provided the information and it's solid and concrete. And if they make a choice, then what do you do with that information that you're receiving of them not doing what you want them to do? You let it be okay. Ultimately, then the consequences that come to those people or those companies Those are consequences, and you may choose that you don't want to have those consequences, so you make a choice to follow the rules and the regulations. But other companies or other people might choose to make a different choice and are willing to accept the consequences that come their direction. And we need to release the expectation that people need to do what we want them to do. And that's where this okay concept really comes into play. So we can inform, educate, but Do this without stress or anxiety or thinking it's your fault if people don't do things you want them to do. So here's another simple example that I where I use this strategy. And I bet you can think of something similar where you could use this strategy. But I used to get frustrated that the dishes at my house would be left next to the dishwasher, maybe rinsed and then set next to the side um, on the sink and not in the dishwasher, even though the dishwasher was right there. I don't love doing the dishes. I mean, who does? And well, I could sit there and get mad, which I used to get mad all the time and yell and scream and be like, why can't you just put these in the dishwasher? So then learning this concept of letting it be okay, asking somebody or, or, you know, having them put their dishes in the dishwasher, that's what I want them to do. But they may not want to do that. So they're making a choice. And so I could sit there and get pissed off and throw the dishes around loudly so everybody can hear me doing the dishes and see that I'm doing this. Maybe there's a gold star moment that I'm willing for or that I'm waiting for somebody to come and say, oh my gosh, thank you, Lindsay, for doing the dishes. And that time, that gold star moment, frankly, just never comes. I have a choice. And if I let it be okay that these dishes are there, I can look at it as an opportunity. So I can shift it and say, well, this is an opportunity for me to listen to a podcast or watch a show. I could sing out loud, uh, whatever it might be. Turning that frustration around to something positive has really worked for me and letting it be okay that the dishes are there. Now it's an opportunity for me to... Yeah, like I said, listen to a podcast, I put my headphones on or I turn on a show and then I'm able to do whatever it is that I want to do. 
give it a try the next time when you want your kitchen to be spotless or nobody's putting the dishes in the dishwasher. They're there. They're there as an opportunity for you to get them done. All right. Recap on strategy number one, the okay concept. Let it, whatever it is, be okay. It will take practice and I want you to email me at lindsay at lindsaypolis.com and tell me how it is going. I am excited to hear. All right, let's go on to strategy number two. And this is known as mental ergonomics. Mental ergonomics is to not say or think any negative thoughts for seven days. Whatever is not working is a direct result of your thoughts. So think about the negative thoughts, the negative talk, self-talk, whatever it might be, is every time it's negative, that is impacting our outer outer world, our outer life experience. When we increase our awareness, we can actually create a choice. And this is the first step in changing our habits, right? Awareness, so that we can make a choice. Remember where the thoughts, where our thoughts go, energy flows. The more negative thoughts we have, that's where our energy goes. That's where we start to feel uh, dragged down. That's where everything seems to feel negative and it's harder to get back into a more positive energy flow. Let's change the habit of thinking negatively and getting all stressed out. Getting stressed out is not good for our mind, body, or soul. There's been lots of research showing that our physical body can manifest illness based on our thoughts, and stress is a huge impact on our overall health. So for seven days, do not think or say anything negative, and if you do, then you need to start over. Simple, but not easy, right? This is really a practice in catching yourself and shifting your thoughts immediately. Don't throw in the towel if you mess up in the first hour. Just keep practicing, and then you will notice the time between negative thoughts will increase. Sometimes saying or thinking negative thoughts are a habit. You can use strategy one. Let it be okay that you had a negative thought or said something negative and start over. Just keep practicing. Something that could be helpful is to plan ahead and have things that you can do instead. Things like moving your feet or avoiding the water cooler if that tends to be the place where the gossip happens or the negative talking happens. Stop complaining. Catch yourself before those words come out of your mouth. Make different choices. You know, we all have that intuition inside of us, that voice that slightly nudges us away from negative thinking or negative speaking. Use that. Use that as your beacon to catch yourself and shift that negative thought or shift those negative words into something that is a little bit more positive or don't say anything at all. And like I said, seven days, no negative thoughts, no negative uh, words. And if you mess up, just start on over. And I will tell you, I don't think I've made seven days yet. So I am starting over and practicing. It is a practice. It's simple, but not easy to do. All right. On to strategy number three. This one requires a lot of self-awareness, as well as being proactive instead of reactive. Strategy number three is to carry your own weather. This actually comes from Franklin Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Think about those days where nothing seems to be going right. 
Maybe the coffee maker broke. There was an accident on your drive to work, which made you late. You forgot you had a meeting and you didn't call in. Your kiddo is sick and has to stay home from school and that just messes up your whole day. When you carry your own weather, your circumstances don't define your response. When our lives are a function of conditions or conditioning, we have, by default or conscious decision, chosen to empower those things to actually control us. So in this way, we become reactive. And by being reactive, our environment affects us both positively and negatively. If the environment is positive, we feel good. If not, then we feel bad. So when you're faced with a situation that threatens to disrupt or actually hijack your emotions, stop. That is your cue to take a breath and think carefully before you respond. Dr. Covey actually teaches this is that there is a space between the stimulus and the response. And that space is actually the freedom to choose. This way, you can calibrate your response and hopefully not feel regretful for the words that fly out of your mouth. How many times do we respond so quickly and then think, oh man, I should have thought that, thought about that first, and then we regret our words or our actions? If we carry our own weather, then it doesn't matter if it's raining outside or the social environment or what we call social weather around us is negative. Reactive people allow other people and outside influences to actually control them. Instead of being proactive and making a choice of how you want to react and respond. So carrying your own weather is actually being proactive and we want to get out of the reactive state. We want to be able to take a breath and positively react to whatever the situation is, whether your physical weather or your social weather outside is positive or negative. So going forward, will you let the physical weather or social weather ruin your day or will you choose a good response? All right, let's summarize these three strategies. Here's another way to think about it, and this one comes from Mel Robbins. If it's a drain or pain, let it go. Let it be okay that you are letting it go. You can use the okay concept, mental ergonomics, or carry your own weather. Your energy doesn't lie, so use that. Listen to this. Follow your intuition. That is the little voice inside your head, and not the one that's saying all the negative things, because remember, mental ergonomics, we're not going to listen to those things anymore but the one that is directing you out of the negativity. It is just like a compass that points due north. This might be a little woo-woo, but don't knock it until you try it. Think about the things in your environment that create negative thoughts. How about getting rid of those things in your house or your closet that make you feel negative? Start there. How about making a choice to distance yourself from negative people? We all have a choice. And if we can't get rid of something, then we carry our own weather and be proactive in not allowing whatever that something is to affect us. When there is something negative, we can remove it or redirect the energy around it. And that ultimately is your choice. And I hope these three strategies we talked about today will help you in making more positive, proactive choices, stop feeling beat down, and just allowing yourself to have a better life experience. So start today, practice every single day, and I promise it will change your life, but you have to do the work. Thanks for listening. Please follow me on Instagram at the Safety Gambit or Lindsay-Polis 
to continue this conversation. I try to post some recaps and some summaries uh, on there, and I would love to hear from you. You can also email me too. Let me know how things are going. I want to hear from you. These are some, you know, strategies that, like I said, simple but not easy. And I want to know what hurdles you guys are running into. Please rate and review the show. As always, I request that. And also share this show or at least this episode with others who might be struggling to get out of that negative mindset and are looking for some strategies or people who are feeling beat down. I think these strategies can really work and really help in shifting that energy. Make it a great week. The forecast is sunny skies. Thanks for listening.